Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Welcome here, everybody. We have an amazing episode. We're talking all about toxic friendships, toxicity, all the different things that our world seems to be loving right now Mm -hmm. and just putting out there to us all the time. I mean, it is constant how much we are hearing about toxic friendships and toxic relationships and boundaries and a lot of different things I feel like come into this topic because Mm -hmm. it's not just people who are toxic. It's also about boundaries. It's also about friendships. It's also about who you hang around and why you hang around them and what kind of person you are and how you react to truth. But before we get into all that good stuff, I want to just kind of plug our TikTok episode because, oh my goodness, we had a great discussion about Mm -hmm. TikTok. I hope that it encourages you guys to think about it a little bit and just think about whether or not Christians should actually get involved in that kind of thing and just social media in general. It was a great discussion about that. So even Mm -hmm. if you're not on TikTok or you're not thinking about getting on TikTok or whatever, it's still a great conversation to tune into. So that was our latest episode. And then our blog has been just so encouraging recently. I feel like a lot of the posts going up, moms recently wrote one that was really popular. Maddie's written a couple recently. It's just been a really good last few weeks, I feel like, on the Mm -hmm. blog and a lot of great posts that you guys should check out. So, links for almost every single thing that we talk about. (laughs) Hopefully everything, but sometimes I forget some stuff, is in the description of our episode. So, you can go straight there. Just hit the description for this episode and you can find our blog. You can find other social media links, scripture that we use in this episode, and all that good stuff. Without further ado, let's jump into this topic. Maddie, I have to ask you, what do you think about the rave of toxicity. As I started this episode with, so many people are talking about it and they're kind of using it as like this, at least I feel like in Christian realms, people are using it as this excuse to get around the hard things that they don't want to hear. And so Mm -hmm. then we can just label you toxic. And I mean, there are genuinely some toxic people out there. There are some people that we should not hang around, which we're going to talk about. But what do you think about the rave of toxicity in our world today? Well, I think that the main reason that everyone wants to focus on this topic is because it allows you to be weak Mm. and it allows you to ignore the conviction that may be going on in your life. The things that other people may be noticing about some things that you're doing or some things that you're saying that maybe aren't glorifying Jesus in terms of Christian realms specifically. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of gives us an excuse to be like, well, I feel like these people are persecuting me and attacking me. And so they're, they're toxic. If someone says that someone else is toxic, it almost shuts down any opportunity Mm. for conversation about it because it's just like, I feel like these people are toxic. I feel like they are discouraging me and Mm -hmm. making my life miserable. And so then no one else can argue with that necessarily. Well, here we are. Uh, (laughs) It's what we do. Yeah. Because I think that that's just kind of a lame excuse. Like Lily said, there are totally toxic people in our world. I don't want to discount that at all because Mm -hmm. we personally have had a lot of friends who have been 
toxic and I that's not the, necessarily yeah. like what we called them right you know they were just people who were very self-centered or yeah, were just selfish. very yeah yeah i think that that's the main root of mm-hmm. really toxic people is that they focus so much on their self that they have to make others seem lower right in order to be the greatest person in the room or you know the center of attention mm-hmm. and Honestly, it's miserable to be in friendships like that with people who are toxic. But I think that as 21st century Christians, we need to stop being so weak. And when someone, we're always saying, (laughs) yeah, when someone calls us to a higher standard, which Jesus has called us to first, yeah, that's not toxic. Like, that's just preaching what Jesus preached, you know, following his example like we are told to do and Mm -hmm. like we are supposed to be doing every single day. And we're supposed to be doing that for other people, too. We should be helping them as we examine our own lives. And we should be helping others with certain things in their life. Like maybe you've had a specific experience where you did this thing and at the time it didn't necessarily seem wrong or sinful even, but it wasn't something that glorified the Lord and it led you to more blatant sin in your life. And you see someone else maybe traveling down kind of the same road. And so you point that out to them. You're like, hey, I've had experience in this area. I know where this leads and you do not want to go down down that path right now. Lots of times, if we enjoy what we're doing, if we don't think it's that wrong, even if we do think it's wrong, I think we've started to ignore that Mm -hmm. also. But if we think that it's fun or it's just something that we enjoy, then that person is automatically toxic because they don't want me to live my best life and (laughs) they don't want me to be me. And that's just a lame excuse because the Lord says stuff that is like brutal sometimes for our sinful nature to hear. Mm -hmm. And so when we hear other Christians who are really functioning in God's will saying those things to us like we shouldn't be surprised because that's part of the Lord's nature. He calls us Mm -hmm. to a higher standard and he uses conviction to bring us out of our sinful nature and into a righteous way of living. Mm -hmm. That is such a good point and one that we brought up on our Instagram page recently and I feel like that is precisely what a lot of Christians are trying to ignore I made the point on Instagram that I'm glad that the gospel is offensive because if it wasn't offensive to our sin and our sinful nature, then we wouldn't realize how much we need a savior and how much we need that redemption from Mm -hmm. our sin and out of our evil ways and our wicked ways. And so I feel like a lot of Christians are starting to ignore that conviction, especially when they hear it from other Christians. I had a personal example and it was really rough. I was trying to pour into this one individual and it was just getting a little tough. The person was very self-centered. They didn't really want to hear the truth. And so I had to be careful about what I said because I didn't want to hurt their feelings. I wasn't out to like, hey, you are so wrong in this and you need to, you know, but it was also um, some sin and just not focusing on Jesus that I was trying to call out and be real with them about. Like I thought we had kind of built this friendship, but I had said something about their lifestyle and that person labeled me toxic because I had called out that sin in their life and had said, listen, if anything comes before Christ in your life, then it's an idol and you have to get serious about that. You have to cut that out of your life and you have to pursue Christ above all else. And well, they didn't like that too much. Mm -hmm. They didn't like that I was calling that out. And so I was labeled toxic and controlling because, you know, oh, she wants me to live for Jesus and she called this 
out and I'm just, that's she's just, just unheard a, of to live for Jesus. I know. <laughs> she's just a terrible person, all these things. And it was kind of, it was tough to be yeah. labeled as toxic because we hear so much about that in our world and it's looked at as this awful, terrible thing. Like mm-hmm. you must be the worst person in the world if you are toxic yeah. and if you control someone, right? And, and all those things, I wasn't. I knew that I wasn't. I knew I was following after the Lord. I was like, well, you need to make sure you're doing this with the right heart, that you're not just calling them out because you want to be rude or you're being mean or anything. And so I really had to examine my heart. So I knew that I wasn't, but at the time when I'm being called toxic and a terrible person, all these things, your spirit just kind of goes like, oh my goodness, am Mm -hmm. I? Like, am I a toxic person? Yeah. And it was kind of hard to go through that, but I feel like that is precisely what a lot of Christians are doing today. When other people call them out of their sin and they're real with them about the things that they're doing, their actions, what they're saying, how they're behaving around other people, who they're hanging out with. I have had multiple conversations with teen girls that I've discipled where I'm like, you do not need to hang out with that person. Like, they lead you back into that sin and temptation. Mm -hmm. And a lot of hard things, like there have been girls that Maddie and I have discipled that we've been like, that person encourages you to go back to your drug life. That person encourages you to go back to alcohol and vaping and all these things that you're just like, why are you doing that? You know, like big things that we would Mm. think about in our world today, but also things like they encourage you to cuss. They encourage you to go to parties that you shouldn't be going to. They encourage you to hang around people that you shouldn't. And so you have to be willing to call people out, but understand that in today's world, the few who are willing to do that, who are willing to speak truth and be bold in that, we're being labeled as toxic Mm -hmm. and controlling because we're speaking the truth. Yeah. And I believe, I was talking to Maddie about this earlier, I think that toxicity has led us down a road of sin and death. And I truly believe that because we've We've started labeling everything as toxic and it's just terrible and mm-hmm. just eliminate them from our lives. That's what's led us to cancel culture yeah. in today's world. Mm-hmm. That's what's led us down this path of if I don't want to hear it, then I can just eliminate you from my mm-hmm. life and I can just get rid of you and I don't yeah. need to deal with that. And I can go live my best life, like Maddie said earlier. Yeah. I can be me. I can be that boss babe. I can, you know, rule the world and just do what I want to do. Because I don't want to hear that. And so I'll just get rid of it. And you're toxic. Like, how dare you say that to me? Because that's not what I want to hear. Yeah, it has had major implications on our world today. This toxic culture of if you say something I don't like, you're automatically toxic. We've just completely warped the Mm -hmm. meaning of what a toxic person actually is. Oh, for sure. And so now, if we just call someone to live like Jesus, like, we're toxic. You're toxic. And then no one can argue with that. (laughs) Again, everyone pities that person who has experienced that toxic person who has just called stuff out in their life. And again, toxic people are out there. And there are people, like Lily said, who we have been friends with, who have had other people who they hang out with who are 110% totally toxic. Oh, yeah. And there's actually a verse in 1 Corinthians, which is so good. It's like short and sweet, but <laughs> short and it's sweet. just, it's not necessarily <laughs> sweet, but it's short. It's short and serious, um, guys. Yeah. But it's perfect for talking about the toxic culture and getting rid of the people who truly are toxic in your right. life. Getting rid of them. That sounded kind of harsh, but you know, throwing them out the window. (laughs) Well, it is good to cut out toxic people in your life. 
if you're viewing yourself as the victim in any situation, whether it be a friendship, relationship, whatever you're dealing with, if you are the one who's viewing yourself as a victim, then that usually means that you are the one bringing that toxic stuff into that relationship or friendship because if you're viewing yourself as oh woe is me and everything just stinks and you know that person saying hard things to me Mm -hmm. and whatever then that will usually lead you down this road of canceling someone right yeah i mean that's what our culture is calling it today and just getting rid of them and eliminating them so that you don't have to hear it that's what we're trying to explain from these friendships and different discipleship relationships that we've had mm-hmm. is that when we try to call someone to a higher standard and if they view themselves as the victim in that situation, like we're being mean to them or we're controlling them, mm-hmm. then that will usually lead to something much worse and usually the canceling of that person. Yeah, and it's easy to distinguish the people who really are toxic and the people who are just trying to help you be better and who maybe are saying some offensive things to you, but things that, like, you need to be called out on, you know? And so, like, if someone's actually toxic, they're going to be making fun of dumb, petty stuff Mm -hmm. like, you know, your body image or the way you say this or, you know, the way you do that or, Very belitt- you know, different belittling. Things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And someone who is trying to call you to that higher standard that Jesus calls all of us to, hopefully you can look at their life and you can see that they're holding themselves to that higher standard, first of all, because yeah. we don't have any right criticizing someone else if we are not trying to bring ourselves up mm-hmm. to that standard first and foremost. Right. So, that's why Lily and I in the past have felt like we can help this person on this because we've been there before, but we've made different decisions Mm -hmm. and we have brought ourselves up out of that. There are toxic people out there. Like, I've even seen some Christians who are actually toxic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, most of the friends that we've had who are toxic have been Christians. Christians. (laughs) And... Which sounds terrible, but it's true. But that is because American Christianity has not been teaching them to actually live like Jesus. True. So, in reality, it's almost not even their fault Mm -hmm. that they are belittling or they get offended when, you know, you tell them that they need to live Mm -hmm. like Jesus because no one else will tell them that. And so, it's something that goes against the norm and it's something that sounds completely radical and sometimes even a little bit mean, even though that's not the way we intend it to come across. Mm -hmm. If you are living a worldly life, anything a Christian says to you that is what Jesus would actually say to you is going to be offensive. It just is. Because our world is so full of fluff that all we're hearing is nice, pretty words. And so, like you're saying, when a Christian, when a true Christian comes into your life and they're saying the hard things, they're speaking the truth, you are going to be offended by that. Mm -hmm. And rightly so. Like, you are going to be offended when you read scripture. You should be offended when you read scripture. You should be convicted. Maybe convicted is a better word. Mm -hmm. Offended? I don't know. Same thing. But you you should feel that I think initially you are offended because you don't necessarily want to change. Yeah. But then I think if you let the Lord work on your heart, that turns into conviction and Mm -hmm. it turns into you yourself telling yourself that, you know, what you're doing isn't right and what you're doing needs to change and Mm -hmm. there needs to be a choice that is made between living a worldly lifestyle and following Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, getting back to the verse that I mentioned (laughs) 10 minutes ago, this is 1 Corinthians 15, 33, and it says, bad company corrupts good morals. 
I just think that this verse is very applicable to this situation because we have seen girls in our sphere of influence who have good morals, who come from good homes, who Mm. have been taught the truth and who have been taught how Jesus wants them to live. But the moment that they are involved in that bad company, their good morals are instantly corrupted and slowly that change starts to take place Mm. and then they're doing the radical stuff. Like we were saying, you know, the drugs and the alcohol and vaping and, you know, all kinds of different things that are just complete like it's crazy to think of people our age doing that kind of thing but we have known people who have done that and they loved Jesus and they knew what was right but the minute that they are involved in those toxic friendships it just instantly corrupts your good morals and that's something that's very very sad to see so when you are thinking about starting a new friendship a new relationship anything like that please please, please (laughs) pray about it and really seek Mm -hmm. the Lord when it comes to these different things. When it comes to like, do I want to further this relationship? Do I want this to be more? Or do I want to further this friendship? These things can make or break your life, literally. And I know that that sounds kind of dramatic, but we've seen it so many times before. And even in our own personal lives, you know, we've all seen how you hang out with this one person, they become your best friend or whatever, and you start saying the things that they say a lot. Mm. They start saying the things that you say a lot. You start taking on each other's character traits a little bit. And, you know, it seems fun until you have been led down that bad path if you haven't been careful in choosing Mm your friends and then it's almost too late to turn back before you even realize what's happening. Mm -hmm. So, I would encourage you like pray and read scripture. Ask the Lord to guide you when furthering friendships and relationships and stuff because this is a very, very important aspect of life. If those people are toxic, if you're already in that friendship, that relationship, I would encourage you to still pray about it and see are you just getting offended because they are saying things that are actually true that you don't want to hear or Mm -hmm. are they actually toxic? And should you actually be cutting them out of your life in order to not corrupt those good morals that mm-hmm. you have formed? Yeah. Proverbs twelve twenty six says, The righteous should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. Mm-hmm. So just another one that I think is really important. The word has a lot to say yeah. about friendship and relationship and um, just who we're choosing to be around and spend our time with. So we need to take that seriously. It's a huge part of our lives. And friendship is a great thing. I know some people yeah. were like, no, I've been so hurt by friendships. A lot of people have done a lot of bad things, said a lot of bad things. I understand. Like, trust mm-hmm. me, I get it. I've been like that toxic person before for speaking the truth. So I get it. I've been in that place before. But friendships and relationships that are godly and that are pursuing the truth together and that's the goal and you understand that you're there to uplift and edify one another, Mm -hmm. like those are the best parts of life, in my opinion. Those are things, like, God wants us to be in community as Christians, and so we need to understand that, but we also need to be wise in it, because there are a lot of people that want to act like, oh, I'm a Christian, oh, I love Jesus, and they may go to church. I've heard that from so many teen girls. It's not even funny. Like, well, they go to church, you know, Mm -hmm. on Sundays, and I'm like, that doesn't mean anything anymore. Like, sadly, that 
means nothing to me. Like they can go to church every single Sunday because I have also led some youth small groups and I've seen the girls who come in to small group and they don't want to be there. They're just there because their parents are coming and have forced them to get out of bed to come too. And so that doesn't mean anything. Have they experienced true life change in Jesus? Like that is the whole point. And you want to hang around those people. As Christians, we can't have unity with people that are not living it out. Like Mm -hmm. if they don't know that the gospel is 100% true and that it's changed their lives and that they love Jesus with all of their heart, soul, and mind, then they're not worth being around. Mm -hmm. And it is so hard to cut off a friendship, to walk away from a friendship or relationship when it's close. Okay, like when you have spent time, when you've put effort in, when you have done things together, whether they've been sinful or not, or they've become sinful later on, or you've recognized that, hey, they really aren't that Christian that I want to be hanging around. Mm -hmm. It's hard to walk away when you have gotten close with that person. But if you recognize it and you allow the Lord to help you discern what is right and what is good and what is beautiful and what is pure in the beginning of that friendship or Mm -hmm. relationship and about that person and you get to know them in their heart before building that close friendship, it can save you from a lot of heartache. Yeah. A lot of heartache. Mm -hmm. I think that another tip I would give just from what I've learned from friendships and different things is do not go in and like share everything about your life with a person. Okay. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. Um, I've done it before. It's very tempting to do when you get into a friendship and it's new and it's fun and it's exciting and it's like, oh, we're, we're the same person basically, yeah. you know? No, you're not. You're not the same person. <laughs> Trust me. It may seem like that, but you're not. It doesn't mean that we can't have good friendships and good relationships because that is God's will for us. He mm-hmm. wants us to experience that, but it does take a lot of wisdom on our part as we're discerning who we want to be friends with. And I think that a good friend, maybe this can be a future topic, like what is a good friend? What are some characteristics of a person that you truly should be hanging around? Like, what do they do? Who are they? What do they speak to you? What are they like around other people? How do they serve well? How do they look at life? All those different things. I think that might be maybe a good Mm -hmm. future topic, but I think that there needs to be a lot of wisdom in this area. Another verse I wanted to bring up, Proverbs 13, 20, walk with the wise and become wise for a Mm -hmm. companion of fools suffers harm. So if you want to become wise and you want to be discerning in friendships and relationships and you don't want to have all these toxic people in your life or shall we say sinful people in your life Mm -hmm. who are leading you astray as well and aren't pointing you towards Christ and aren't helping you to pursue Christ like you should, then you need to walk with the wise. You need to understand that going along with all of your school friends or just hanging out with the people that you think are fun to be around but add no value to your life and don't Mm -hmm. help you pursue Christ, that's not going to help you gain wisdom. That's not going to help you live a successful life spiritually. Hanging around older Christians has always been something that I've tried to invest my time and effort into trying to find friendships that are more open than like just personal because Mm -hmm. that can come later. The friendship can grow once you understand that they're a person you want to be around and you want to pursue that and the Lord shows you that. That's great. That's fine. But don't just go into a friendship or relationship thinking, this is it. I'm going to share everything, every part of my life. They're going to be with me 24-7. We're going to do everything together. When in reality, that may not be a person that you need to be spending all that time with. Yeah. How you spend your time is how you spend your life. That's what we've been saying a lot here recently. And it's a hard lesson to learn, but it's something that's very, very important and something that will impact you Mm -hmm. later on. 
So we're going to wrap up this episode in prayer. We hope that this was helpful for you. Some of you on Instagram said that you want to hear this one. This was your top pick. We were excited about this. We had a lot of different points that we already had laid out and stuff, which is unusual for us. I know. We so, kind of planned a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> this one was definitely a good one. We hope it encouraged you or mm-hmm. maybe convicted you a little bit to just look at your life, who you're spending your time with. So we're going to wrap up in prayer. So please pray with us. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day and for this episode. I thank you for giving us the opportunity to talk about this topic and to just share our thoughts about it and share the things that you've laid on our hearts. I pray that you would just help us as Christians to really just examine our lives and examine the people who we spend time with. I pray that you would just help us to make radical decisions when it comes to friendships and when it comes to how we spend our time. I pray that we would just use every minute of every day to glorify you and that we would just constantly be evaluating our lives, seeing how we can call ourselves to that higher standard that we were talking about earlier. And I pray that we would just glorify you in all of our actions this week. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys, we want to encourage you to download this episode because we have some big news. If you hit the download button on this episode, it is extremely likely, and I mean extremely likely, that we will hit six thousand downloads and again we can't do that without y'all so hit that download Mm -hmm. button make sure that you listen send it to a friend ask them to download that is a huge way that you guys support our ministry right now Mm -hmm. and it is a way that you can help spread the truth spread the word of god with others who desperately need to hear it in this world that we're living in it is so tough and i cannot even imagine like being a non-christian in the times that we're living in so encourage somebody give them some hope, invite them into these conversations that we get to have with one another each week. And we are so thankful for that. Mm -hmm. We love having y'all here and we will talk to you guys next Monday. Bye guys. (laughs)